Hey team, just before we start the podcast proper this week, just wanted to give you a quick update on the Fucked Up Tour, which is happening in a matter of weeks, coming to Melbourne, Brisbane and Sydney, headlining shows for the first time in... God knows how long. Far, far, far too long. Uh, Just want to quickly let you know that the Melbourne show has been moved to the Gasometer Hotel. It's going to be on the same day, uh, October the 9th, but uh, it will now be taking place at the Gasso. uh, Downstairs at the main room there, it's going to be fucking awesome. Uh, Also, previous guests of the show, uh, all in different capacities, of course, Loser are going to be the main support uh, for the whole run as well. And if you are interested in getting along to any of the shows, thanks to our very good friends at Frontier Touring, you can get yourself a double pass to any of the three shows. All you have to do is email barbandspod, B-A-R-B-A-N-D-S-P-O-D at gmail.com. And here's what you need to give me. Your full name, so we can add it to the guest list. Uh, Your number, so we can contact you to confirm it. The show of your choice, out of Melbourne, Sydney and Brisbane. And your favourite episode of All My Friends Are In Bar Bands, just so I know that you're... A listener. Don't forget those dates, October 9th at the Gasometer in Melbourne, October 10th at the Oxford Art Factory in Sydney, and Crowbar in Brisbane on October 12th. And if you are headed to Yours and Owls Festival, they will be headlining the Owl Stage on Sunday the 6th of October. So if you are heading along to that, tickets are very, very low for that, so make sure you are sorted for that. And yeah, can't wait to have Fucked Up back in Australia Can't wait to share that moment with you. B-A-R-B-A-N-D-S-P-O-D at gmail.com Let me know your name, your number, the show of your choice and your favourite episode of All My Friends Are In Bar Bands and I can be sending you to Fucked Up. I'll be announcing the winner this time next week. Get on it. This episode of All My Friends Are In Bar Bands was recorded on the land of the Ngunnawal people. We pay our respects to elders past and present and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. This always was, and always will be, Aboriginal land. Enjoy the episode. What's up everyone, David James Young here for another week of All My Friends Are In Bar Bands. So, so nice to be back again. Thanks so much for tuning in and checking this out. I am not in my normal surrounds of Wollongong, New South Wales, Australia. Uh, actually, today, uh, Bar Bands is coming to you from on the road. I am a regular Jack Kerouac without all the pretension. <laughs> I am in Newcastle. Uh, I am... Uh, here in the spare room of previous guests of the show and lifetime friend of the show, Rachel Maria Cox. Uh, and we just saw uh, potential future guests of the show La Dispute play tonight, and they were fucking fantastic. Uh, also, friends of the show Sports Bra played as well, and they were absolutely wonderful. It was just a killer night all round. Had a awesome, awesome time. So... 
big, big thanks to RMC for letting me stay at their place. Anyways, today's guests are Ruby Fields. Now, you might see that as a slightly confusing sentence. You might be like, but David, isn't Ruby Fields one person? No, not anymore. (laughs) Allow me to explain. Just over a year ago, Ruby Fields, as we know it, the solo artist Ruby Fields, became a band. But because the name is already out there, basically, for all intents and purposes, the band is now called Ruby Fields. Ruby Fields consists of four people, which is the titular Ruby, (laughs) the Alice Cooper slash Marilyn Manson of the group. Uh, You also have Adam on lead guitar, Patrick on drums, and Tarzo on bass. And together, they are Ruby Fields. They didn't know how to be introduced, so they decided to go with the Ruby Fields experience. And uh, so that's how they're introduced. But uh, I like the idea of the band being called Ruby Fields. Like, it's it's a nice name regardless, so... Yeah, I've known Ruby herself for a couple of years, uh, but the rest of the guys, uh, this was my first time properly meeting them and getting to talk to them. I thought it was just going to be one-on-one, myself and Ruby, but uh, she asked if the guys could join in as well, and I was like, sure, the more the merrier. So originally, it's just myself and Tarzo and Adam. Uh, and then Patrick eventually joins us. I will flag that in the editing uh, when he enters, because uh, otherwise the audio just doesn't make any sense. It's, uh, yeah. Speaking of not making sense, this is one of the silliest episodes of the podcast in quite some time. I reckon this would rival the Jacob episode from episode 69, uh, if any of you are brave enough to go back and listen to that one in its entirety. Goodness me. Uh, but yeah, this is a short, silly, slightly sweet, slightly sentimental, but uh, entirely fun episode of All My Friends Are In Bar Bands. This turned out way, way better than I could have ever anticipated. I was expecting, yeah, something nice, something pleasant, but I never expected it to be as silly and entertaining as it ended up being. I want to give a big thank you to Mr. Aaron Gerges for helping to set this one up. I want to give a big thank you to Ruby and her team, uh, to Nate, uh, the legendary TM, and to everyone that worked on the Ruby Fields Miss June tour. Absolute bloody legends, the lot of you. And a big thank you to the Australian National University for having us as well. Really, really appreciate it. This, again, like I said, was an absolute hoot. So stoked that we got to do it. Won't leave you too much longer. Just want to let you know, as per usual, that if you are enjoying what you are hearing and you would like to support the podcast a little bit further, then you can do so uh, by subscribing wherever you get your podcast from. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, every podcast app under the sun just type in bar bands and you can find us there if you would like to go the extra mile and leave us a review slash rating on apple podcasts that would be massively massively appreciated five stars please if you can and if you have any friends that might be interested in what we're doing maybe you've got some friends that are ruby fields fans and would like to know a little more about ruby and her bandmates then please send them our way. It would be massively, massively appreciated. And of course, if you have a couple dollars to spare uh, per month, for as little as $1 a month, actually, uh, you can help to support this podcast and myself by becoming a patron over on patreon.com. 
For as little as $1 a month, you can help to support me, support independent Australian music content, and in return you will get access to bonus content, columns, playlists, any bits and pieces from behind the scenes of what I'm working on, regardless of uh, what I'm working on, whether it's in the world of podcasting, in writing, in music, in anything I'm doing, you will have first class access to all of it and you will help to keep this whole thing going. Being a freelancer, being uh, someone on New Start, you know, being someone who can never be entirely certain where my next paycheck is coming from, every little bit counts, and I appreciate it so, so much. So if you're interested in becoming one of the many, many legends that helps out on a monthly basis, you can do so by heading over to patreon.com slash David James Young. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash David James Young. In the meantime, if you would like to get in touch, as always, barbandspod at gmail.com. Please get in touch if you would like to pitch a potential guest of the show, if you would like to pitch advertising, any bits and pieces, if you want to leave me a bit of feedback, positive or negative, or anything in between about this episode, or indeed any episode, even if you just want to talk music, I am open for business, as always, Barbands is open for business, and we would absolutely bloody love to hear from you, barbandspod at gmail.com. Before I go as well, I want to give a huge shout out to everyone that is striking and protesting today in support of reform on climate change. Uh, I really, uh, really wish the best for everyone. I am in a weird position where I can't technically strike from my work considering I don't have a quote unquote real job. I don't have a nine to five or anything like that. I don't particularly have anything to be striking from. Uh, but let the record show that I am showing all my love, support, and solidarity uh, with everyone that is striking today. Uh, best of luck to everyone. Stay safe out there. And uh, yeah, I really, really do wish you all the best. I have the utmost faith and love for all of you. All right, let's get to it right now. This is my chat with Ruby Fields. I'm young, you're all old, never do. But I'm told I'm trying to be a part of this world. A head start. It's hard. I'm lonely. Or maybe I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm tired. Give this a beer. Just got fired. Well, my life's pretty shit, but I don't mind being alone. Hi, everyone. I'm David James Young, and all my friends are in Bar Bands. Today, I would like to introduce you to the Ruby Fields experience. Bam, bam, bam. What up? Hey. 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 Please introduce yourselves. Hey, I'm Taz, and I play bass. Hey, I'm Ruby, and I sing and play guitar. I'm Adam, and I play guitar. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's Friday night, and we're in Canberra, and Ruby and co are in the midst of a uh, national tour. From all reports, it's been going swimmingly, a lot of sold-out shows, etc. Uh, probably the biggest run you've done so far. How's it all been going? Pretty fucking wild. Yeah, it's been, yeah, been like... pretty tiring and pretty taxing, but at the same time, something we never thought we'd be able to do, and we're doing it with our best friends, which is pretty crazy. and mm. um, Pretty humbling, and, you know, even at times where it is shit, it reminds you that you wouldn't rather go through these shit times than anyone else. Yeah. So it's cool to have a team with you like that, I guess. Yeah, it's 
Yeah. It's been a big old mixed bag of emotions. Mm. Yeah. You end up in a glass cage of emotions. Oh, most <laughs> oh, I'm in a glass most cage death. of emotions. <laughs> and milk was a bad choice. It really, really was. So, uh, guys, this is my first time meeting the two of you, but Ruby, we met, I think, like, maybe two years ago, I think. Yeah, uh, it was probably. and Owls. Yep. Uh, through... Uh, a previous guest of the show, Mr. Brad Hield. Yes. Uh, who was my best viewer at the time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I believe it was Mr. Aaron Gerges who introduced me to you. Yeah, it probably would have been. Yeah. Gerges is still, believe it or not, alive these days. On yeah. The, on the scene. He's still on the scene. And you know what, funnily enough, so I haven't Brad. killed him yet. No, <laughs> they haven't. I'd love to know who they is. Is, yeah, it, is, it, is it us or the yeah. higher ups? Yeah, like, yeah, it's the, the man. man. <laughs> so funny. Um, yeah, and Brad's still kicking around. We actually saw him in Torquay and had a little bit of a bender. Isn't he playing bass for Wolfmother now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he used to, but now he's he, he's, back, he's back with the boys. Dope Lemon, The Walking Who. Yeah, um, yeah I'm pretty sure they did a crossover with Jet recently. Like all his dreams have come true, man. Man, live in the mid two thousands dream. That's that's extremely good shit. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah. How did a bit of fun. like they were both Shire guys, weren't they? Like that's how you... George and Brad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then they were a lot older than me, though. It was more like a session thing, and Aaron brought them in, and we ended yeah. up getting along and making music. But at the end of the day. We all kind of went to our other things. Yeah. And Taz, Adam, and Patrick have always been in my life in different areas, but somehow it was like we all knew each other. Like, what is it, two degrees of separation? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, we all just knew each other anyway somehow, and we kind of just became a band. It just kind of happened quite naturally, I reckon. Mm. Really, we knew each other. Really, yeah. really flowed together nicely. Mm. Yeah, the I lived, yeah. from other respects and right. I, I lived and with Taz I mean Adam been writing music for years I went to school with Pat then Pat and Adam's girlfriends are best mates and then Taz and Adam went to school together Taz and Pat skate together it's all just you know we've all played in each other's bands growing yeah. up like, yeah 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 it's just a really homegrown deal it's pretty nice cool little singular little universe yeah we got a there. little strong unit fucking hey that's amazing so I begin these by tracing back the initial interest in music like specifically where it changed from being something that maybe you were you know watching on TV listening to on the radio that sort of stuff to mm-hmm. being like a switch on moment where it's like this is what I want to do I want to you know I want to sing I want to write songs I want to play instruments I want to be a musician I want to play in bands that sort of stuff so mm-hmm. Ruby, can you tell me a bit about how music kind of factored into your upbringing and your childhood and if there was any kind of switch on moment for you? Um, I, growing up, my parents weren't necessarily musical, but they were very open to creative ideas and being creative. Yeah, that's not very wordy of me. But um, the first time I ever showed interest in music, I was always a massive attention seeker. I still am, still thrive. I was at a restaurant with my mum and her friend and I got onto the table and sang Hopelessly Devoted to You to the waiter. What? Obviously a massive, like... I was about to say lady killer, but I meant like the thing. Yeah, obviously. But I still am a lady killer. Mm. But I mean, <laughs> make no mistake. But I mean, you know, man killer, man eater. That's probably man eater. Man eater. Yeah. So succubus. Call of the succubus. Um, yeah. So I started there, and then I learnt piano. Like I was classically trained for a really, really long time. I started taking up an interest in guitars, mm. and then writing my own poems that turn into songs. And my parents just believed in me and I was very lucky that they were willing to help me flourish my vision let my vision flourish if you will yeah. sorry Call Me Maybe isn't playing in the background it's really but yeah no it just it happened again it happened very it. very naturally and over time it was really really cool sweet what about you Taz? 
What's that? Sorry, but I interested me. Yeah, like yeah, like when you just like this is yeah. what I want to do. Oh, um, yeah, like my old man's a musician. He right, kind of, yeah, yeah. but yeah, he kind of drilled it into me. Editor's note: At this point, Patrick finally walks over and joins us. Um, not like right on. <laughs> Hello, everybody. How are we doing? Patrick, welcome. Thank you. Hey, man. Hey, Patty. Share the chair. Likewise. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's just a natural progression sort of thing. Like, I don't know. I self-taught and sort of that sort of thing. And yeah. so I was always going to do it. No Your dad's always been pushing, yeah. pushing you towards it. Pushing me into that sort of... Not pushing. Like, he let me... Like, he wouldn't teach me or anything, but he'd be go, go like, oh, that's cool. And then, like, walk out of the room. I have to say so a little, little like, interject fun fact here. Taz's mum and dad met at a house party. And they knew it was on because um, the house Taz's, party or their relationship? No, 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 their relationship. Because um, Taz's dad. <laughs> Taz, um, Taz, Taz's dad um, told Lindy, "I've never left my guitar anywhere overnight for a woman." Yeah. And he left it for Lindy. That's and so that's, that was the point that he knew. That's you know? so romantic. <laughs> Crazy. Right? Oh, By the way, this, this is Patty. He plays drums for us. Hello. Hi, Patty. How's when, it going? When did your interest in music start? Sorry, when did you no. lose control here? Just like, <laughs> no, I got a falafel, so I just was. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. right. Um, ahead. Oh, when did I play? Start playing music. Interest, yeah. interest in music. Uh, first interest in music, I guess. I played trumpet in the primary school band yeah. from year three to year six, and then when I got to high school, they had like on the orientation day, <clears throat> they have um like the band showcase days, yeah, and they like show like this is the clarinet, this is like oh, the flute, yeah, yeah. and then they they had like a drum. Like I guess like uh, percussion sort of like break solo thing and yeah. just like the way the drums look. It's like that spotlight <laughs> came down. Yeah, and then I just like... I just dropped playing trumpet and started uh, taking drums and doing Imagine music. Pat and never picked up drums and, and was still playing trumpet. I know, it was super lame. <laughs> nah, drums sick. and trumpet. <laughs> yeah. I kind of wish I could trumpet. Still play. Like I feel like a lot of trumpeters go Get more it. rhythm. Yeah, yeah. but I guess That's like and then of my own. Um, I've never seen someone do both. Get a bit. Oh. Oh. Play drums the challenge. Yeah, right. Well, you need your. Hands to do it all. Famous collab. Just we grow out a few extra hands like Stitch. And just... <laughs> I mean, oh, there you I'll go. try. <laughs> but it's funny, like, when you play an instrument when you're really young, yep. your brain's heaps, like, malleable. Nah, like, no, I just no. remember how to play, like, about. the fingerings of trumpet <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though it's it was, like, 10 years or more, 12 years ago. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> can't remember what you, know, you do last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So, Adam, what about you? Um, similar origin story to Patrick. My my older sister in primary school was in the school band, uh-huh. and, and uh, she was in that like, year four, I think, when I started kindergarten. She played the euphonium. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Don't know what that is. It's kind of like it's a, like a tuba. Kind of like a tuba. Mm. Oh yeah, right. Cool. Wraps um, around, yeah. And when, when I got to when oh, I got to school, <laughs> uh, when I started in kindergarten. They, they didn't let you join the bands here in year two, so... Yeah, right. I, I begged them, and they, they gave me some maracas, and... Hell yeah! I was the life of the party. It was real cool. <laughs> I had heaps of moves, like... You still do. Yeah. <laughs> when much. did that stop? Right? Uh, so then, you then... just need to give him maracas for, for the tour, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. I reckon oh, he, he doesn't need any maracas yet. Yeah, those, what, oh, yeah. those hips don't lie. He just, he just moves on his own accord, eh? The maracas ended up just being his hips. There we go. I know, uh, I know a maraca guy. I can help you out. Yeah, yeah, we go. Yeah, you got a percussionist. No, to give you them. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know some shady dudes. Mm. <laughs> you ever need something? Go to Pat. Then I then I got to year two and I picked up the uh, the clarinet and then moved on to play the saxophone and then 
I got to high school and just ditched them on, picked up a guitar, taught myself. And it all went and downhill from there. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It was. <laughs> but I, I, I always thought that like, music was going to be a thing for me. There was no doubt in my mind that I was going to do anything else. Yeah, yeah. It was either music was going to happen or I was going to be a bum. You were gonna do it. You were gonna do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it was either that or like Macca's. You know, yeah. <laughs> like those are the two like. Career, have any of us worked at Macca's? Career, I have. No, I did Domino's. You did. I did yeah. Lowe's. Oh, dude, I came. Lowe's, Lowe's, Lowe's is chill. Right, man. Lowe's That's clothes is like and shit. I never did. I, I don't think I had too yeah. much of a low point. My low point was the chemist in Bondi. Well, Macca's was not my low point. Don't get me wrong. Fuck <laughs> 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 At least I was gainfully employed. <laughs> 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 I was getting paid for way too fucking. Chemist. Oh, brutal. Big Mac box. Any funny races. stories from Maccas? Oh, <laughs> yeah. So there's this thing in most Maccas, I don't know if you know, but in the back where they keep all this storage is called the cage. Ooh, just because right. it's like this big, like, uh, like, I don't know, like cricket net kind of fencing cage thing where they keep all this stock. Yeah, so like a cage. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. exactly <laughs> like a cage. It does what it says on the <laughs> So hear me out. Yeah. Back Mac cage fighting. What? what? That's what? a fucking it's pretty thing. sick. It's pretty sick. And I still heaps of stuff from Maccas as well, which makes me feel like we should befriend a younger child. And like, <laughs> no, hear me out. No, 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 no. I've been thinking about this for a long time. We should, befriend, all over that, we should befriend a young person. Alex yeah. from Sylvania Maccas. Well, either, either, oh, that, oh. See, I little know, kid we met that time. Yeah. I know what I was trying to do. About thinking back, yeah, yeah. You know what, like real piss. You want to know? Was, wait, like, getting to another fun thing. Ben. <laughs> so we got to have an in man to steal us heaps of stuff. Yeah, Mac is Spano. But all, yeah, but also my my <laughs> sister's my sister's fiance used to work at the the, the Tarrant Point Maccas. Yeah. Oh, oh no, maybe San Susie it was. You know that one that that yeah. 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 And um, he used, he pissed in the pickle bucket. <laughs> No all, way. All, all the time. See, I'm not gonna I really say like pickles, so that's I, I know, he probably could it's get sued. Does anyone a pickle get throw away for that, I'm a pickle throw away Oh, yeah. No, I'm a, I'm I just a, don't order, I just double say double no pickle pickles straight up. I just fuck really? them off, Yeah, man. yeah. Like, nah, we'll talk outside. You know what you used to do? You'd take it off and chuck them out the window. Pickle races. Pickle races. We get enough topic. Sorry, yeah. Here you go. Next question. Did you, did you all grow up in? You all grew up in the same sort of area. Like, yep. Yeah. On well, Sutherland Shire. Yeah. Right. 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 So whereabouts were you? Uh, Gami Bay. I was Oyster Bay. I was Bandina. I was in Kuna. Yeah. Right. 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 So was that the kind of thing where it's just like if you have like the similar interests, it's just like well, you know, it's us and like five other people. We gotta be friends now. Oh no, <laughs> there was no. so many bands yeah, going yeah. up in oh, the Shire real? that yeah. we all yeah. we all had our own bands. Actually, you had like two of them. You had five insane. of them. You had like three of them. Like we yeah. all had different bands we were in, yeah, and then we right. all played in each other's bands. And then finally, I think we were the four that still wanted to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't know. What kind of bands are we talking yeah. here? In terms of music I'd say style, or? metal for you. Oh yeah, like yeah, that was kind of heavier stuff. Hard rock. Hard, hard yeah, rock. Hard rock. <laughs> you're, you're pads, pads yeah. Like Motley Crue. Yeah. Uh, oh. No, it was more riffy, more like the sword or something oh, like that. Sick. Yeah. yeah. But the guest of the show, great band. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. I would That's say Pat, you were more like you were more eclectic. You could, you could go from funk to like doom, psychedelic kind of shit to like you got lots of styles. Oh, thanks. I like there you go. lots of music. I guess it's multiple pies. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. All, I'm all about the English. Well, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I was in a 
Let me tell you. Yeah, we'll leave it at Emma. What, like MCR? Like, no, 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 no. Or like Sunny Day Real Estate? Like, no, a bit more like kind of like sparkly, like jangle. Oh, like American football. Yeah, yeah. We went to school together and then they still went to school. Oh, I can't remember the interview, man. Sorry. That's fine. Yeah, we all yeah we all knew each other through skating, schools, different bands, and yeah, yeah. eventually music just brought us all together. Yeah, what and bands were you playing in? I played before I played in a band called Stay at Home Mum, and then I would just do my rounds and play in each of the boys' bands sometimes and jump yeah. up on stage with them. But I always wrote music with Adam, so right, it all kind of fell Cheer. together. What? Cheer. Cheer. Oh. Cheer. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's cool. It is Classic. very cool. All right. Lightning round. When oh. and where was the first time that you played in front of people? Like, when was the first time oh, you played live? Um, at my auntie's, like, 40th. I don't know how old she is. I played some Pete Murray song. It was so oh, amazing. Sad. <laughs> I was like 12, I think. Like yeah, that. that tracks. Yeah. <laughs> that first album was like 2003. Yeah. yeah. Was it Feeler? I don't know. Yeah, Feeler was the album. Yeah. yeah. So I'm assuming probably so uh, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Like I was that. crying yeah. in the kitchen oh, playing no, onions listening to that the other day. That's and oh, I was man. pretending <laughs> to be crying over the onions. But yeah. like Adam's girlfriend walked in and I'm sitting there going, <laughs> you're the clothes <laughs> that you wear. <laughs> it was yeah. really sad. <laughs> the colors in your ear. Uh, I, I reckon the first like public one apart from that thing I talked about before yeah. so my mum's 40th I sang on the karaoke machine My Heart Will Go On of oh, Titanic sick. and then my yes. first like live band or whatever performance yeah. would have been Sounds of the Suburbs maybe really? when I was playing when I was playing with Bryce like my, my like first, first ever band yeah first gig, yeah, yeah, first gig. Did, you, did you play a show with Patty when you were like are we spring chicken yeah actually maybe that was because I used to play the Brass Monkey and Cronulla Heaps I mean I think when I played with more than one person like more than myself because I always used to do pub gigs opening for like cover bands Yeah, yeah, and then me and Pat one time did one together where it was years ago when I was like 15 or something Mm. and yeah Pat just jumped on and we played like Fleetwood Mac covers and some originals and stuff and yeah yeah, that was probably and then like years later I remember asking Patty like Hey, let's pat hey. hey. You want to play some songs, pat it. Fucking nice. Is that your nice. Yeah, fucking hey. nice one. Get the fuck out of my swamp. I love him in the bra. It's concerningly <laughs> good. I'm like a mean weed rat, Stu. That was fucking sick. You only like your own brand. Oh, that's fat bastard. But same, oh, same accent. Same though. accent, yeah. Yeah. Same, yeah. same accent. Oh, nice. any, any excuse for him to bust out that the Scottish accent? Yeah. That bastard is shagging, shagging. Your first show, Pat? Uh, does the school assembly count? Fucking right, it if does. It, if, okay, well, that counts, but yeah, that be, I guess that was the first one. Um, but, what were you playing? Uh, I was playing playing drums in the school band, and yeah. then, funnily enough, my amazing drum teacher, like when I was in year 11, asked me to play with like four or five other drummers on, at the I Awards. Yeah, yeah. With Guy Sebastian. This. I remember what? this. So that was my first gig. I was on like TV. I watched it, it on so TV. I watched it on yeah. TV. And then yeah. we did the X Factor Grand Final like the week after. I was like 16. <laughs> Dude, that's funny. insane. Yeah, yeah. That was still when I had a massive crush on Pat and I was like, congrats on all the X Factor stuff. And I'm like, ha thanks. <laughs> that would have been me typing when I'm 16. <laughs> very like illiterate. Ha <laughs> thanks. Lol, thank you. <laughs> with, with the... What do... P-Face. <laughs> Anyway. Oh no! You're sending. Suck. Yeah. Ooh. What about you, Dazzle? Red. <laughs> Red. Oh, oh left, on you, left on scene. Left on scene. Brutal. My first gig in front of people. I, I played Brain Stew with my mate. That's, oh, that's sick. Fraser in uh, at the Year Six 
uh, talent show mm-hmm. in front of all the parents and stuff. I don't even know what like, any of the lyrics mean. It's looking at the back, it's pretty telly. Yeah. I'm just there going like. Are there some there? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Oh, Adam Scott's one of them. My friend, my friend played drums. Yeah. With this dude, because we were like, oh, you need at least three people to make a band. And he was like, yeah, well, at the time we were like, you know, you're not a band unless you have three people. Seen Willie Willi off the Simpsons? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a maniac, maniac. Macware for Willie. Macware for Willie, you bloated gaslight. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, we got, we got this dude who uh, was also in our class to come up and just like pretend that he was playing his dad's guitar. Yeah, but he didn't have a strap or anything, so he just sat on the floor. Oh, so it wasn't even plugged in. He was no, just no, he's just, he's just pretending, just going. That's tight as hell. We're <laughs> like, yeah, we're a band now because we got. Adam, the fake do you have any filters? Uh, if there's none in there, then there's none in there. In here. <laughs> Just go all natural. (laughs) And that's the way the news goes. (laughs) 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 Fuck me. Oh, Christ almighty. Good night, Vietnam. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) No, it was good. I'm just laughing because everybody's laughing. (laughs) (laughs) We are laughing and having a good good time. time. We are (laughs) friends. Oh, no Lightning round turned into like a that was storm. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> Just trickling rain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Next lightning round. Boots All right, out. boom. Okay, so. Let's actually try and make this lightning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we've had a brief run of like highlights of stuff you guys were doing before, quote unquote, Ruby Fields. Mm-hmm. When and where was the first, quote unquote, Ruby Fields show? Okay, so as in with this. Wait, what? Yeah, well, just, like, when you started doing music under that Um, name. So, when I started doing that was with Brad and George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that always felt like a solo project. So, I would like to say that the first Ruby Field show was when we played in Tasmania as this lineup. now all four of us here. Yeah. And finally it felt like I wasn't going to be responsible or the only person responsible for a terrible show. Now it's all four of us. Oh, really? We've all solidified our own personalities within the band to the point where it's just like, it, it feels like a unit now and I would do anything to change it to a band name. Really. Yeah. But it's like, I don't want to turn into like Chet Faker and go like oh, FKA, yeah, FKA Nick Fields, Murphy yeah. or like whatever. Like, it's so shit. You should so. change the band name to Chet Faker. Oh. I, mean, I mean, he's not using it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, easy. Yeah, I think sweet. he changed it back, man. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like no, maybe it's still happened. it's still kind of like a slash slash. Yeah, F- slash FKA slash. Yeah, they have yeah. to say it, otherwise no one's going to know who it is. Yeah, but exactly. yeah, I, I think that it really has become a, a little unit. And um, yeah, that first yeah. show in Tassie was unreal. Was so, funny. so funny. We played it maybe nearly a year ago, I would say. Yeah. yeah. And um, it yeah, was like hey. minus fucking ten degrees. One of the one that's and I couldn't even. I couldn't. You couldn't feel our hands. We couldn't play. I couldn't play songs properly. I'm not going to put that on you guys yeah. I couldn't play any of the songs properly I was we were all fucking pissed yeah, taking drugs room. on people in the crowd got kicked out of the green room because we were like wrestling, wrestling. and shit <laughs> and then yeah and then we like all got back in the car and sang Iris by Goo Goo Dolls like, on the top of our lungs and all just like crying together going like this is gonna be good guys and here we are a year later and it's, it's alright 
Yeah. Really, like, almost famous moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Planes going down, you're all singing her instead of Tiny Dancer, it's yeah, Iris. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want the world to see me. And, and we're all yes. blind drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Amongst other things. Oh, man. Like, before, like, this band kicked off like with the quote-unquote solo stuff do you feel like there was like heaps of pressure on you to a lot yeah i can imagine like, and you, especially, were, you, were th- like, you were thrown in the fucking deep end it was just thrown like in the, thrown in the deep end at a very your song's age. been on earth, on earth for like a day and it's just like oh this is the song of the year it's just like fuck all right it, yeah it, it blew up and i think as well like, fresh out of high school as an 18 year old it really wasn't cool to throw anyone into that kind of deep end and it yeah. just happened and I had to kind of take it on board but because I was so young I saw it as like this cool opportunity instead of seeing it as something I needed to be strategic about yeah, yeah. so I think now I, I would like to think three years on that I've become a little bit more smart with what I'm doing yeah, sure. and that I've got a good like I've worked really hard the past three years to have a really good team around me yeah. and yeah I think I've achieved that heaps well with the boys that totally. I've got on board and our like tour manager our manager the people that work work with us at doing sound anything like i'd really like to think that we're um that we have a good little unit yeah so totally good. Well, yeah I don't, I don't feel the pressure as much anymore yeah, because sure. i feel like these guys shoulder the burden with me and that's a really special thing well then to you guys like you know when things were kind of starting to blow up for ruby like did you notice it kind of taking a toll on her like was it kind of one of those things where you had that outside perspective and you're just like fuck this is intense yeah for sure like because I lived with Rubes. You were the only one living with me, yeah. We yeah. we joined, and she'd come home from like tours crying, mm. and just like super stressed out, like mm. almost saying I can't do it anymore, sort yeah. of thing. And it was like <laughs> I like I was just there, like consoling her, sort of thing, just like consoling. Is that right? Yeah, no, that works. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, definitely saw the top. Like it was it was pretty heavy for her. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, to see her as happy as she is now is like incredible. Yeah, yeah. So what do you, what do you feel are, like the key things you've learnt from like this last you know year or so or whatever of doing like it in this formation as this unit? Tell talk about how you feel feeling straight away. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let it bottle up. Say it in the moment so you guys have an opportunity to hash it out, and then it doesn't bottle up, and you can just apologize get over it and get everyone's get everyone's opinions out where they need to be and that's the only way you can maintain a healthy band yeah because if you boil it up or you get drunk and then i don't know start being a dickhead you just need to get it all out straight away so that you can all just continue being best friends because you're not always going to be best friends and that's okay too yeah but the best way to keep going and be a really just strong tight well-oiled machine is just be honest about your emotions and apologize when you need to fucking apologize yeah, yeah, good call. Don't, any, like, don't any, hold your pride too strong. Any band that says they don't argue or don't fight or, like, don't get sick of each other and that they're just four happy-go-lucky people all the yeah, time... it's absolute bullshit. bullshit. They're not, they're not human. They're yeah. robots. No. <laughs> they are cyborgs. Designed by the, the corporate giants. So, yeah, the man. <laughs> Skynet, send them here. Yeah. <laughs> Take over our music industry. Nice. In, in terms of like the, the unit of you guys now like what do you feel have been some of the highlights of, of playing together what are the best ones I honestly I don't know every single I day love, I love, yeah. I love yeah, getting show. off stage and it doesn't matter how many shows we play as soon as we get off stage we all hug each other we all, we're all happy even if it was a shit show we're mm. just hyped to be together but I think some of the funnest times have just been like when we record and stuff like yeah. that like, yeah, when yeah, we yeah, went sure. away and recorded just the four of us no other, no outside pressure just recorded and had fun that was some <laughs> of like the best time it's, yeah, I've it's, ever had it's real great when you're in the headspace of creating yeah rather than like yeah. I guess like, even though, going yeah. like oh we've got like it 
six show in a row today. Yeah. Like, we've got to get through this. Yeah. And yeah. as well, yeah, like, still even right. those moments in soundcheck where we've got a little bit of time and we just start jamming. Like, we, yeah. you know, we've been doing it more recently, but those are the times I enjoy the most because I'm not very good at jamming. I'm not very musically inclined. But, I've, you know, just all of us pitching in and having a bit of fun just reminds me that we've, we've got such an amazing things ahead of us that we're just going to all create together and that's pretty cool yeah fucking a okay so we will wrap it up here but i am about to open the floodgates uh, apologies in advance i ask this of all of my guests now it's your turn i want to know about the best and worst shows that you have ever played in your entire lives okay within the band within anything you've ever done cool oh. best show best. i'm gonna i'm gonna put it out there as much as the first show was in Tasmania for us, the first I feel like the first real big show we played, which was the next one, the second one, was when we started our tour with Ballpark Music. Oh, sick. And we had yeah. just joined together. We've been practicing for so long, and we'd had so many sleepovers and everything. This <laughs> 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 is a really, like, cute, funny anecdote. Yeah. We had yeah, so yeah. many sleepovers. We were ready. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty much it. Like, it's so was, true, though. It's so like, true. Yeah. We get all giggly and, like, yeah. smoke joints and stuff and have a good time. But, like, we finally got to Melbourne, and we got on stage, and as we walked out, the boys and I just were met with... It was like 6,000 people right. just going, yeah, yeah, as we like walked Beatlemania, out. Just like, what the fuck? And we yeah, were literally just walking out, terrible. all the boys were looking at each other. And I've, I've played to big crowds before, nothing like that. And yeah. I was, I, So I was still excited. And we fucked. I fucked up at the start, didn't bring my cape on. And we, we told jokes and we had fun. And Can I just interject for one second? Yeah. This is my, for the answer, this is my best and worst show because of the following story. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. You go, you go. No, I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm going to fuck okay, it up actually, again. I'll, I'll, <laughs> So basically, I got pat up like on while well, I forgot my capo to go and get it to say a wombat joke. Oh, it's not even a joke; it's a fact. Mm-hmm. And it's basically, who's the fastest human being in the world? Usain Bolt. And everyone mm-hmm. was, you know, his interaction. And then, how fast does he run? So thirty-eight point five kilometers. Then, average wombat is uh, under actually pressure of prey. Under pressure of prey is actually forty kilometers an hour. So the wombat runs faster than Usain Bolt at full pelt, average pelt under prey. Average and when pelt. I when, when, he, when he went up to say, <laughs> when I went up to say he goes, he goes. How fast is a wombat run? <laughs> <laughs> I went, I went up. Wait, keep in mind, it's the first, it was pretty much the first show we did with Ruby. We kind of that many people. My it mouth was... is that dry. Yeah, yeah. Ruby just went to the bathroom, got up to the mic and go, oh. how fast is a wombat? What? And then, just go, <laughs> and then they go, oh, fuck that up. And just walk back to the but drum everyone kit. everyone was like five so loud. Like, ah, ah. <laughs> but the best yeah, part of it for me was... Oh man, it was so awesome. <laughs> the lessons I got taught by George and Brad, and they've yeah. they've been such like like you know such like icons throughout <coughs> the music industry. But yeah, I never yeah. had that feeling of having something homegrown with people my own age and being yeah, excited totally. about things again. And as soon as we got off stage, all the boys picked me up in a cuddle and told me I was a rock star, and that that made my made me cry Aww. and it made my confidence soar through the roof. And I think that was when I remember calling my mum straight after that and going. They love me. Like they actually like they, they, really, they, really they like believe me. they believe in me, Mum. Like it's so cool. And it really changed my perspective on how music was gonna go from that point on. So I think that was probably my best show. Yeah. yeah. Fucking A. Yeah, I yeah. I agree. For that. I don't know about worse. I mean we have a few of those. Yeah, Absolute worst are just the ones where I can't hear myself because my hearing's gone and I just don't well, think... My worst ones are emotionally when I don't feel like I've put on a good show for other people and that yeah, makes me sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes me really sad sure. when I don't think people have gotten their money's worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one at the Lansdowne, under the Billy and the Cowards. Oh, I was about to say, that, <laughs> that would have been your worst. That was my worst. <laughs> I don't remember that. Like, I yeah, remember we that just, at all. That was a big party weekend and I remember just like driving <laughs> oh, there going right. like, I'm going to throw up. Like, oh, yeah. I, 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 yeah, Durs came that, on when. 
forgot dude, we I don't did know all those practice shows. Up, let alone play. I, like, normally, I'm the sweaty guy. But <laughs> that's right. Then we go, play oh, down the I bottom. Yeah. 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 That was having so like funny. a no way. That was definitely. No, I drove. We go the we go the tissue. That was when we went to Macca's and met Alex. Yeah, that was. And Adam, Adam was sticking his face inside the toy cabinet, going. Mrs. Boomier! Mrs. Boomier! What was your. Oh, you already said. I don't know how. I do know how. I don't know. I feel like I've had a lot of bad shows, you know? I've had a lot of shows where I've come off and thought that was the bad show. Yeah. But, none of them. But, that being said. However. Um, none of them are too notable now, so you know. I just I get, think that's a good problem to have. I, I just guess. get over yeah. it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, what's and your yeah. best then? Best. Do it doesn't have to be us. Uh, Brisbane okay. Laneway was pretty. Fun. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. Thinking, yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm good. thinking maybe Brisbane Laneway. That was. Oh, like, I forgot all my words for the first song just because I, I was so shocked by how many people were there. I like. I hadn't been terrified to play a show Ten. in a long time, yeah. and that was scared the fuck out of me. Yeah, hundred percent. I remember. I got to dress as Maroon Man. Everything was good. <laughs> I just forgot everything. And then at, I remember at the end of that show, like, we broke the record for most people to come at yeah. a 12 o'clock set. Well, oh, man, it was, like, like, it, was, it was... Every show, I'm, I'm pretty sure we broke... I think I've ever been over the top of that many people. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sea of heads. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That was cool. Are you, are you a musician as well? I am. What was your best in my show? Oh, that's an excellent question. Um... <laughs> I reckon the best one I did uh, was out the back of uh, the beer garden in a place that no longer exists. Uh, it was a place called Black Wire Records. It yeah. was on Annandale. It was in Annandale on Panorama yeah. Road. Um, so I did this acoustic show with um, Dave LaPepe. Um oh, sick. Yeah, he's a old old friend of mine. He's just the best dude. And yeah, like all, obviously all these kids came because Dave was playing. But like to be able to like fill out a like a like a place with that many people and you know have you know like it, it was just like a really intimate and really special show so that was amazing oh, yeah. um the worst show i've probably ever played was this solo acoustic one it was at a music conservatorium i was like 30 minutes late because the fucking trains were fucked <sighs> so i was just like in a fucking already stressed yeah out. oh it's the worst right so like i was already in a shitty headspace by the time i got there and like I think I like broke a string like halfway through the second song, and I was like, "Oh, all right," and then just awkwardly fucking around. And then in the third song, I was, it was like the high E or whatever, so I was just like, "All right, fine, I'll just keep going." And then during the third song, I snapped another string. I'm like, "I'm going home. I'm just calling it right there." <laughs> you did? Yeah, I just. Yeah. Call, I'm just like, this is horrible. I'm having a terrible time. Okay. You don't deserve this. No, I don't yeah. deserve this. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Yeah. Screw you guys. Drop, I'm going That's a hardest thing though, man. How shit is it when you get three songs in and you just want to go home? Yeah. And you're just like, I can't just, do that. Actually, I retract my statement of not having a bad show. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Okay. That that first time we played in Adelaide for Lion Arts Factory. Oh yeah. And I snapped oh. I snapped one string. I knew you were thinking about it as soon as you said it. I, I was know, watching I, your face <laughs> that whole time. I, I snapped one string in the first song and we were a bit boozy, so like I was like, oh we'll play. It was my enough. birthday, we were hate busy. First song and then like two songs later I snapped snapped another string and like by this time I was starting to really like pack it in and, and panic and this kid just came up to me in the front row and just pointed at me and went, 
you suck. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> right. It was, it, was it, it broke me. In if the, I saw in that little kid, though, I would have booted his head yeah. square, yeah. Like, it really, he, square he, in the nose. He really, right. he really cooked me on that one. So and those other kids were ruthless. And like, yeah. after that, last show there, there was after that, my, my whole, my confidence just shattered. Oh, I remember man. looking at Nate just going like, when's it going to be over? Nate's our tour manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like, yeah, I was Dude, it was. Dude, it did so. Like, if I had heard that little kid say that, I would have belted him. But Thanks. also, like, thanks, now you got my back. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, well, it's a bit late now. But I mean, oh, like, yeah. I would have in the that time. Don't headlines. I would have Ruby, you know, <laughs> Ruby, he told me Ruby I sucked. Hey, get him, Ruby. Hey, just, I don't care, man. Dear Joe, you'll never believe what he said to me. Today. <laughs> yeah, what? Well, fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Fuck you. Nah, that's that's fully relevant though. Like, I, I, even recently in Adelaide, it got to a point where they were so. As much as I love Adelaide, there was just Adelaide, a few that, select that people. Yeah. A few select people in that crowd. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> um, a few select people in that crowd that just wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't stop talking to the point where I was about to sing a song about my mum. Yeah. Everyone kept going, and I went, "You know what? I'll wait because you guys paid for these tickets." And yeah, it's a classic school um, teacher thing. Yeah, it's your uh, lunchtime. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's what that's what I was saying. I was like, "We have to be off stage by a certain point, and if yeah. you keep talking, I'm not going to play the rest of the song." I, I, so. I felt like a school teacher. I was just yeah, like, yeah. Three, three. Give them the three, three. two, one. That actually oh, fucking works. And then everyone's three, two, one is the count of death. Like, <laughs> do you go? Do you go? That? Yeah, like 3.3. 3. Like that's weird. Oh, that's, that's weird possible. though. You don't do that. You go... Like... Nah, you do it as if you're German. We had a, we had a teacher oh, at high school. Oh, you love that from Inglorious Bastards, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We had a teacher at um, high school who would just go up to the board and start riding backwards. Oh, wow. And everyone would just so slowly sick. go. Who was that? Mr. See, Cherry. Who, who was it? Yeah, everyone would start going. I don't remember. What? I could be talking out of my ass. Sorry to interrupt you. But I mean, I don't know if this is off a TV series or if I had a teacher like this, correct me because you probably know what it is. Mm. But they would just go up and turn the lights on and off and go, ah. What's that? That's all And eventually science. everyone would just kind of go, it's not hell fucked. What's it off? I swear it's off The Simpsons and my, like whenever all the kids and everyone's fighting. No, it's, Ted, no, it's How I Met Your Mother. It's How I Met Your oh, Mother. Oh, there we Remember? go. And he's in his like lecturing class and just starts turning the lights on and off. Oh, and no, you're right, you're right, you're right. And then until the teacher shut up. What was that? So I have to tie the side on there right now. I reckon How I Met Your Mother is a shit show. Taz already oh. knows how I feel. Oh, yeah. I don't right. think I don't think it? I think he it's shit it. too. But I had to watch good, it and then it went for nine goddamn seasons. Yeah. Before you guys moved in, that's what was Corey and Taz's pick. Yeah, when they're in the mid thirties, I'll come in and be on, and I'll be like, I'll get it later. Well, whenever I was relatable in the earlier seasons, that guy looks like Mitch. Sexy. Yeah. The EP is Permanent Hermit. It is out now. It will be out still by the time that this episode comes out. So make sure you go and listen to it. Well, it's be... not like it's not going to be out. Yeah, then. exactly. <laughs> You're not going to discontinue the release. Yeah. I mean, it, you never know. But yeah, at, at the time of recording, yeah. it is still out. It's I mean, still out. it's still yeah, out. You can retract a thing. Yeah. Can you though? You can delete <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah. Not yeah. on the internet. Once yeah. it's out there, oh, you yeah. can never take it the back. The internet never forgets. Don't send nudes. <laughs> this podcast would be proof of that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Ruby Fields experience. Is this a podcast? It cool. sure is. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the internet. <laughs> I thought you were going to like take from this yeah, and write yeah, a yeah, written interview. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I think we're doing it unedited. I can't wait Oh, yeah, we'll definitely be edited. I think we're doing that thing where we talk like... It'll be studiously edited. To the best of my ability. Cool, because, yeah, there's definitely some red hot stuff in there. Oh, boy. But until then, thank you guys so much for your time today. This has been one of the most fun ones I've done in a while. I really appreciate it. Hell yeah. Cheers, man. Make sure you get those clap noises in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
There we go. There we go. Right, let's yeah. get that. Boom. There it is. Yep. Hell yeah. Thanks, Sweet. Nice to see you, I'm David Chanchuk, and all my friends are not. <laughs>